So, um, I want to talk about Pasuk Perkulam and Pasuk Gedalot. We really need to say it in context, in context, and see some of the thoughts beforehand. So, Pasuk Gedalot is Kemit Zoy Sashir, Anachim Etzavach Hayom, Lodi Chaisim, and Chabala Rechakehi. So this mitzvah, which, which I'm commanding you today, is not niflais simimcho v'lo rechokehi. So niflais, Rashi says, um, in the beginning of Parshat Shreipt, in Kippolim imcho, the world of Mishpot, Rashi says, the Lashat of Kisui is mechuset. It's like covered over. So it's mufresh from you, it's, it's, it's distinct from you, it's separated from you. So the fence is not niflesi, it's not something which is, you find it, that it's, you can't relate to it. It's not far away. It's not in Shemayim. Um, rather, rather, it's very close to you. Um, so what is this mitzvah referring to? So the, the Ramban sees it, it's referring to the mitzvah of, of Shuba, which is looking at the beforehand. So the Pasuk says beforehand, starting really starting from the beginning of Kapitel Lamed, that there's going to be, that you're going to go into the Dolus, Wherever you go, Bresh will take you back. Bresh will bring you back to the Oritz. So Bresh will bring you back, and Bresh will then take away your Tipshus Liba, this this misunderstanding that you have. Bresh will give the clothes unto the other nations. You'll do tshuva, and you will you you will listen to Kodesh Baruch Hu's voice. You'll do all the mitzvahs, and because that's what's going to happen. So this pasuk, the the Bereshit is giving is for is for te- telling us the future, and that, that there's going to come a time when when the Kaiso will will do tshuva, and the Bereshit will help facilitate the tshuva. We will do tshuva, and we will come back. And then it says Ki mitzvah zois, referring back to the mitzvah of tshuva. Okay, Rashi, on the other hand, with um, um, and Pasuk Yudalit, find the page. Rashi is like, about that. So, the uh, this mitzvah, it's not it's not distinct from you. It's not separated from you. It's not far away from you. It's not in the heavens. It's not a mere liyam, but rather it's close to you. Rashi says on that, this referring to the Torah. So the mitzvah zois is a phrase meaning not a, a individual mitzvah, but the taryag mitzvahs. Okay. So the Ramban and the pasuk v'atam mitzvah zois a kol kula. The, the, he says the first shot is it's referring to it's referring to Abitzos, meaning the command of a Kaddish Baruch. Um, however, really, if it's referring to the whole Torah, 
What is Hamitzah Zois? So it, if it's referring to the whole Torah, which is the way Rashi is learning, so it should have said Kol Hamitzah. What's Hamitzah Zois? Al Tshuva Hanis Karis. He's referring back to the Pesach of Tshuva. So even though the psukim before the pasuk, really the page which we had before, the page before the page that we had before, it says it says you will do tshuva. It doesn't mean only that you will do tshuva; it means that you should do tshuva. That's the saying over here. Whenever So the language before wasn't the language of a command. This language of just like a this powerful language to tell you that you, the Russia was promising us, promising us that we will do tshuva, but it also was a mitzvah to do tshuva, and that's what we're referring to right now. Um, and now b'hatam, again, the of the Rishonim when they use the lashon tam, it means the way to understand it. It doesn't mean the reason. Lamar, it means like this. So the, the so the understanding of the psukim is ki imiyevin dachol b'kesheshemaim. But even though you're, you're amongst the nations, um, right? Um, um, but Hashem You can do it anywhere you are, even though you're sent to the, the most distant lands, it's possible to do tshuva. Okay. 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 So take a look. So the Sapurna um flows along the lines of the Ramban, it's referring to Tshuva. Okay. Um, and he adds the Kanech over here again, this idea of the fact that you can do it even though you're in Golis. Pasuket Aleph. Kemitzah Zeis. But Tam, the understanding is, it's on page 575. That helps you. Um, yeah. Right. That's a good hour. Yeah. Yeah, Mr. Yeah. That's five seventy five. This is where are you looking? Oh, in the bottom. Oh, you the look at that. It's a different size page. That's why oh. some of the No, no, but it's in the middle. The page <laughs> yeah. up in the middle of the bottom. Yeah. yeah. What are these numbers up here? The Hebrew numbers up here. That was that's not the number? No. This is the this is a PDF page or an OCR page of the of the page. That's what's actually in the safer. But the the computerized version of it oh, has this as page five seventy five <laughs> as opposed to five seventy one. Oh, I'm five, with you. Oh, okay. I didn't have any <laughs> idea. Thank you. Yeah. That's interesting. Okay. Um, you know, look at even the the first one. Right, it does the same thing. The first pages. Right, I see. The, yeah. the number on top. Right. The is bottom six or seven. Somewhere. It's the, the, the they're not the same. It's not it's not the English. Where is my first? Answer. 
So the chuba will take place while you're in the goal, and then that's what's going to bring you back. So it's not going to, you're going to come back and do chuba, but you do chuba, and that's why you'll come back. So the first step is, the first step of chuba is recognizing that you've done something wrong. That's not the possible. So, Vidui is the recognition you've done something wrong. And, uh, okay, so the, the person has to come to the recognition that he's done something wrong. And that's the first step of Chuba. It's not something which is this hidden Torah that you need this 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 divinely inspired individual to come and bring that reveal you to the secrets of Kabbalah to tell you that you're doing something wrong. And you know it's not this, this distant thing that you have to travel to find the wise man who's going to tell you what to do. When you're, I feel the with goals, you're way there in the goals, and who's only where you are. So how do I, what do I, how do I have to know? I'm, I'm, I'm living in, I'm, the person, I'm living in Russia, under this the communist regime. There's no rabbis to teach me what to do. So how can I do it? I don't know what to do, right? I don't, I don't realize I'm doing anything wrong. No. So, so then it continues. he means. You'd have to get a person who can bring down the word of God from heaven to tell you. You don't know. It's not Hashemayim. You don't need the Navi to tell it to you. And then he continues and he says, You don't need the Chachmador, which is way distant to tell you what it means either. But therefore, she, now, well, they're there in Eretz Israel, and you're way Bechutz Lawrence. You can't argue that we don't know what to do because so that's how that's how he understands the flow of the Pesukim. So I, I, I just had this um of a, of a, of a, of a to, to tie it into this. There's a piece that Ravdesra says, um, and I also saw Shach in one of his letters says this. I think I mentioned to you to you once. Um, she says that the because I'll say that um of the arts that our curse prophet says Amal of the arts Allah Zuma Sarasi. So the Mar in the Dharm says the Dharma is the initial of Vim. They they asked the Vim, why did we lose land? Well I pursue they didn't they couldn't explain it. The Khabim will I pursue the Khabim couldn't explain it. And so Kashbrok explained it himself. Allah Zuma Sarasi, Shall Barkha Batarathila. Okay, that's that's the Gemara. So, so, so let's play this out. So what does it mean? That whatever they were doing wrong wasn't obvious. It was so, uh, so the box of the So it means that they learned her. They did it. They did everything. They had some errors, but there, there wasn't anything which was all in now until they reached, they reached the point that they should leave they should lose Eretzisra. But and therefore, the Chachamim couldn't explain what was wrong. They didn't say anything wrong. The Vim couldn't say anything wrong. They didn't say anything wrong. 
But he says that their attitudes were such that they, they, they didn't understand the, the they didn't say Berchus they didn't understand that this is a, this value opportunity to learn to appreciate what they had and therefore give a bracha to Kodesh Baruch for that for that opportunity. That's all about I'm paraphrasing the Bach. That's what he said. So Rishach said, so let's understand this. Whatever this issue was, it, 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 it was it was so not obvious that the Chacham and the were not aware of it. So the person comes along and says, you know, goes, you know, I want I, it's Rosh Hashanah, you know. I, I'm not sure what to do. I go to the Navi. The, the Ramban says one place, the purpose of a Navi was the, the Navi would explain to you what your role in life is and what you need to do, etc. So I go to the Navi, you know, do you see anything wrong with me? He says, no. Stamp of approval. Navi says, you're fine. Okay? I go to the Chacham, also fine. Now, also the Russian throws me out of it. I said, what is wrong? If I asked the Navi, he didn't say wrong. He asked, what do you want from me? But they couldn't figure it out. Why should I figure it out? So how can I get punished if I have no idea what I did wrong? If the Navi didn't know what, what, what's, what's wrong with it, and the Chacham didn't know what's wrong with it, why should little old me know what's wrong with it? Why would the Chacham know more than the Navi does? You see from the Gemara, the Moraz Masha, in certain places, that the, the Kaich of Chachma um, is, uh, the Moraz says that, that the Navi could not see Alam Habo, but the Chacham could. So, so she says, so "What are we forced to say?" The more telling me that there's there's possible something that the Nobi can't know and the Chacham can't know, but the person himself could know. If he really wants to know the truth, he'll find it inside of himself, even though Nobi can't see it. And you, I just give you know, Shmuel Nobi, Shmuel Shachal Moshenar, he said to be to, 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 to anoint the Melech. So comes in Eliyav, the first, the first son, and he says, "This must be, must be the Melech. He looks perfect." The Navi with, all right, the merchant says, "You're wrong. What's your wrong? There's something that, that, that there's something wrong inside of him." Because I'll say that at this point, there's nothing wrong with him. Three months later, he, he got angry one time. Right, but Shmuel didn't couldn't see that, but Eliyav. If he really had been soul searching, maybe he was, and he was he he could recognize that deep down inside of himself there's a problem that he's addressed. The Navi doesn't see it, but he could see it. That's the Havtacha. So he's saying the Havtacha Chuba, the supporter says, is such that you're not going to need a Navi for this. You're not going to need a Chacham for this. It's not something you have to bring down from the heavens. It's not for you. It's inside of you. You're going to figure it out. Even though you're, even though you're in the you're in the deepest, the darkest parts of Russia, in the middle of the communist regime, in the darkest moments of the communist regime, there's a Jew who can do tshuva, and that's what happened. Um, it's talk as a plea, right? Uh, the, 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 the person who started the tshuva movement. Then there was there were there were yidden who stayed from, you know, generations. You have the story with the, with the, with the, you know, the Zilber. There was people like, who had stayed from. Uh, which that itself is a mind-boggling accomplishment. But the people, the person did shuva. The person, the person was the person who started the father of the. There was Aurelio Essis. You know, he's a, a math, math, mathematical student, and he was in the the, the Moscow Library. He found the copy, a copy in Russian. He found the copy of the, the, the Old Testament. Started reading it. He said, "There's there's Kochma here. I want to know more about it." Next, eventually, became became a, he became from and he started teaching Torah to others. I, out of nowhere, out of, out of nowhere. 
he had no rabbi, he had no nothing, and he, he said, this, this, is not, this is not where it's supposed to be. So that's the talking that this, this Purna is saying. That's how, that's how they touch it. Now, um, so he really answers the question, because according to, according to Rashi, if you look at the Psukim, it's referring to the Torah. Okay, so the Torah, you should know, that Torah is not this thing which is impossible. To, it's, not, it's, it's inaccessible. Okay? It's not something which is... It's, it's, it's impossible to get. It's like hidden over. Because of the Bishamayim, you'd have to go up to Shemaim to get, bring it down to, teach, to learn it. It's not made of Layam, so it's not, across, it's not across the seas. You have to travel across the seas to get it. So we understand, you know, that, that the point we're saying that our first look at we first look at Torah and said this is impossible. I can't learn Torah. I don't it's, so, you know, it's, take a person and tell them, okay, you know, here, no training, no nothing, just learn Shas. Like, really? <laughs> I have people who've been you know grappling with for years. Right? So that's what I would say. It's Shemayim. It's the, the post says no. That Betzim, it can be found. It can be done. According to the, the, the Ramban, referring to Shuba, so what's this Nakuda of Lobe Shemayim? He will be really yummy. Like, what is, what are you connecting Shuba? So it's okay, you do Shuba. So, okay? You know, you have to go, you have to go to the Shemayim to get Shuba. Get Shuba. What, what, what the words mean? You have to go to the really Yam. No, no, don't worry. You don't have to go to Shemayim to get Shuba. Of course not. What does Shuba do with Shemayim? So according to the Sopurno, we have the answer. The point over here at Shemaim means that it's not, it's, it's to understand what you need to correct and how to correct it and what the issue is and what you're doing wrong, you don't need to go to Shemaim. That means you don't need to go to the person who brings down the, the, the heavenly voice, the Novi, or the, etc. The, the Klayakar says a different can H. Um, so the Klayakar on page 576. Um, Okay, he brings both shatim. He welcomes me to the first part of Zubashtein Torachim. Hainal stam mitzvahs atar. Hainal tshuva asher hiskelamal. This parsha can be understood like Rashi or like the Ramban. Either it's referring back to the parsha, the mitzvahs atar, or it's referring to, um, excuse me, or it's referring to tshuva. So now he says, first he says that the first approach is referring to mitzvahs atar. Um, um, and he has his shot, but then on page 577, he said, and the second commentary, so it's uh, this thing which is, you know, it's, it's, it's like hidden from you. Like, do you have chuba? Is it hidden? I don't know if that chuba works. Right. Um, why? Can I tell you that? You know, chuba. You have to be more says it, but the things which were created before the world, one of them is one of them So whatever that means, Klaisel is, is, is tied to the concept of chuba. Okay, because you borrow chuba. Um, at the moment the version created this council of Chuba, Christ was there already. Um, 
so you can't say this is something which is hidden from you. You, 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 you this is rooted in the in the in the in the, 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 the Maisabrachis is rooted in the concept of Chuva, the Maisabrach is rooted in the concept of the Klai, so we're there we're there at the roots of the of the Priya. Okay. Okay, so that's that therefore means the kilo shimaimi laymar, me alanoshimaimikhelda. I have to go ask Hunter's Burkle, does Chuba work? No, I don't have to ask him. I know that already. Okay. One shot. Um. um. I caught Marshawnera the the Shkin used to be here. So, the president of the Kodesh used to be here in, a, in, a, in, a, in a, whatever. We'll try and explain that in a second. So, yeah, so do Shubra. You go to Beis Mikdash. The president is there. I, I walk in Beis Mikdash. I'm there with his presence. I'm back with him. But now that Bershom, as it were, because I'll say that when, when Christ was doing Chetoyim, the Shkin left this world and went back up to Shemayim. So, I got to go back to Kodesh Baruch Hu. So I gotta go I gotta go up to Shemaim. How do you go up to Shemaim? And you can play a das, Baina Ono Elech Lurucha Yisbar. So where are we gonna go? When you decide sorry, you want to return, the Russian will come back to you. So he, you don't feel the Shemaim to get the, the, the re, re, meet him. He'll come down here to, to join you. Okay. What? Nice. Yeah, nice. Now, 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 what does it mean? Okay. Um, so I'm going to tell you this really, you know, because I'll say that the, during Sashem Meshuvah, um, Kuru, that Kuru who be a Sekarov. It's call out to Kodesh when he's close. It's referring to the Sarasam Shuba. Russian was is closer. So I remember when I was younger, I said, I understand the words. What does it mean? And how? In what way is he closer? Like, does it mean we we have like you know we have dreams of heavenly visions? Like, what what does it mean? What's supposed to happen? So I got a little bit older, and I realized that. Uh, especially when I started saying shmuzin, you know, there's greater attendance to shmuzin during during Elul and Sarasvati than there is the rest of the year. What's that? Shmuzin, right? You ever notice that? No. Okay. I have. Okay, so I have. So I have. 
Especially because I give the most issues. I see how people are there, you know. And I saw it tells also, like, you know, so, so what's the shot? So it's partially it's conditioning. You know, we're trained that during Eliyahu right? You have to learn Moser, etc. And partially because you see people really want to do, there's some here people really thinking about doing better. Where did they come from? They came because Kodesh Baruch makes himself closer. So when he comes closer, the Neshama, like, is, sees the, the, the Kodesh Baruch and wants to get, connect to him. The rest of you, the Russian, steps away. I mean, Motsim Kippur, there's, there's, we, we, we blow the shofar as a simon for Silo Shkina. The Shkina is left. It goes up, and for some reason or other, like, three days later, it, you don't feel the same as you felt during the session of Juba. Like, what happened? The Shkina left. Now imagine what the skin was actually here, but that turned him. So, on a Stam Tuesday in Shvat, you had the same hargosha of being close to Kodesh Baruch wanting wanting to get closer to him, as you have on Yom Kippur. That's what I mean. The skin was with him. His presence was here. The person's presence is here. We don't physically see him. But he, he, our neshamas, our our, be, our minds, our being relates to the, the Bereshit's presence more, and therefore we feel the, a desire to connect. And we don't normally feel a desire to connect the whole year. So the Bereshit says, "Listen, yeah, you're going to have to start the process, but that if, but as soon as you do that, I will come to you. And you find the person has a hero tshuva, and he starts the process." He, do, he does get that hard gush of feeling closer to his world and he wants to, to connect more. And the process breeds itself and feeds itself. So that's maybe what he means in that, that Nakuda. Then he says, um, which is a little more. Um, I'm sure I put that page in. Did I put the page in? I did. So if you want to look at it, you can look at it. Um, Okay. Um, the Ramban says at the end of the end of this approach. Ramban, Ramban, Ramban. Okay, page five seventy eight. So according to the chapter referring to tshuva, that chapter fichol levavcha lasoisoi. So what's the fichol levavcha? She's valus havoy nomes havoy nabesom befihem. That's befichol. It's referring to tshuva. So tshuva requires piv. And that that's the pshat. So, is referring to vidui. is referring to the the emotion of the heart of coming close to, back to the world. That's how the Ramban touches the sukkah. Um, I made a put a version over here, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so Rashi learns it referring to Torah. So first goes with that approach also. Um. In the foregoing, page uh, in Pasuk Yudalov, Kemitzah Zeis. 
uh, the fulfilling of the divine Torah transmitted to us through Moses is pronounced as the permanent sole basis of our destiny at any time, and of all our hopes for the future, and the, the assurance is at the same time given that in spite of all the changes of faith, it will never be lost to us or we to it, but ultimately we will return to it with all our heart and all our soul. That's the psukim before. The psukim talk about the fact that the Klai is defined by, by Torah, that's the sole definition of Klai Yisrael, um, and wherever we are, wherever we go, the Russian promises at some point in time we will be able to come back to the world of Torah. As a reason for this confidence, okay, so why are we so sure that's going to happen? The real meaning of the contents of this Torah, which has been traditionally handed down to us, is pointed out as being so near and so understandable to the human intellect. How can you be confident that we are sure going to go back to it because it makes sense. It's not like, you know, that you have this religion, but the religion is about um, saying, you know, saying some un- under- un- understandable words, right, for hours and hours and hours and hours, and then just say the words. That's the religion. Like, you know, like, I'm supposed to figure that myself. I'm supposed to figure that out. But says, no, no, no. That the mitzvah is the commands that I give you. They're not something which is beyond the person to understand. The person can understand them. It contains no secret metaphysical references to anything beyond the grasp of your ordinary human mind. It's not far away from you to understand it. To understand it and keep it does not assume anything but the ordinary conditions of life of those who are in duty bound to observe it. You're not asked to do something with a superhuman, right? You're asked to live, uh, it, the, the parameters of mitzvahs take place in daily life, in normal life. So it's not something which is, so then it continues, it says, the teachings and actions which it has in view do not move in the sphere of the supernatural or the heavens. And nothing which is necessary for it being understood and accomplished remains in heaven in the divine relation. It's not like left behind. The Russian explains, okay, you could have said, where can we find the a mind superhumanly enlightened? We need this, like you know, Navi, who has the direct lines to the, the heavenly divisions to, to give us the mitzvahs. The Russian gave already. He didn't leave anything behind. And when he gave already, he gave it in a way that he, we are to understand it. Okay, let me let me um, teaching the actions which it has in view are not referring to somewhere else on the world, earth far away from you for conditions other than yours. Uh, that you could say, the Torah would be, might, might be quite alright for other parts of the world where the climate and conditions of life are quite different to those where I live, which they're like over the, the, the oceans and I understand over there the, the place that they live and those, they have a type of lifestyle which the mitzvah makes sense. But my lifestyle where I live, it's not possible. That's not true. For what the Torah is about, its contents lie right next to you. What it is about is you yourself, and its contents concern your own life here on this earth. To understand them, you have only to delve down into your innermost self and to look at your material human conditions with open eyes. Right. So that's a fascinating thing. You know, this is, you know, was one point which Hirsch spent a lot of time on. You know this idea that the mitzvahs are not something which is which is unintelligible to man. So um, Rashi could have made I mean, the human being comes along and says, "I understand the divine intellect." Like, like 
What does that mean? How could, how could a human being understand the divine intellect? So, but, but that being said, we find a fascinating thing when we learn Torah. We learn Torah. And you find, the more says, well, based on Swar, this is, this, is this is the midst of the Torah. What do you mean based on Swar? What right does a human being have to use Swar to explain what the mitzvahs are? How can you use based on Swar? The more it discusses, the more it has a language to the point, the more it says, uh, um, how do you know uh, the, the, the rule of Mitzvah Leverai? Mitzvah Leverai is the foundation of all, of Dini, a large part of Denny Momentus. Possession is nine tenths of the law, right? So we don't say it like that, like that but, <laughs> but Morris says, how do you know this? So the more brings a Pasuk, Yishama actually remains with the Pasuk. The Bible says, Kronomali Swaro. And a Pasuk, Swaro. This is a mind boggling statement. It means, so the, 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 so the Ramchal, he has a saber, Hoderech Eitzchayim, which, which he wrote as an introduction to the Rizal's Eitzchayim. The Rizal's Eitzchayim is the, the primary work we have uh, from the Re about Kabbalah. It's actually written by his Talmud of Kapital, but it's you know, what, what his Rebbe said. So the Ramchal wrote an introduction to Eitzchayim called Derek Eitzchayim. That's a Gishmaka name for the introduction. <laughs> so he writes a fascinating thing. He says that Be'etzim, the Russian made, we went to learn Torah. And the Russian not playing games. Right? So the most logical thing in the world should be that if the Russian was given a mitzvah to learn Torah, means the Russian gave us the kalim to do that. So he gave us a mind which fits to the, to, to the Torah. I once had this conversation with a fellow um, who was, he wasn't from yet, you know, he was, he was a person, a thinker, and, you know, he's saying, like, like I don't know what he's Torah for, like, a lot, a lot of the ideas that I read over there, are, you know, I can feel them about myself. They make a lot of sense. Right. So I said to him two answers. That first of all, the reason it makes sense to you is because you were raised in a society where, where these these ideas, these morals, etc., have been accepted as, 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 as being true. Where did that come from? Right. You, you can you might go to some place. In the, in the in the deep African, you know, subcontinent over there, where they never heard of that, they never, they never were, were heard of Torah, etc. They don't think these things are logical. So, but leaving that aside, right? It doesn't make sense to you that they should be logical to you. Of course, they should be logical to you. <laughs> if the Bereshit created you and he created the, and he gave the Torah to to direct you. So he didn't give it to someone which is going to be illogical to you. So the Ramchal says, but Etzim, learning Torah should be the most logical thing in the world. So w- w- when we don't understand something, we have to explain why not. Why? What does it mean when you learn a piece of it and you don't understand it? So he gets involved Kabbalistically, there's a concept called klipas, which are preventing your understanding it. And when you, when you toil through something, you're breaking through the klipas. Right, but that, but that, you know, that's how he goes over there. But, but the, that step of the thought process, that Be'etzem, we should be absorbing Torah easily. Because the Russian made our minds perfectly fit to, fit to understand the words of Torah. Because that was his goal for the Bria. So he made it like that. It's, it's, it's illogical that he should make it any other way. So, th- so that's what Hirsch is saying. It's not like you know, these things are, are un- un- not understandable to us. They're very understandable to us. So he took it to the point of you know, trying to find a way in, that in our human logic we can relate to that. 
But there's a certain amount of instinct. We sort of like instinctively say, you know, this makes sense. Sometimes we need to put in, a, you know, you, you put a little twist on it. Like you never thought of it that way. So, oh, yeah, now I get it. I got it. Makes sense. Um, yeah, I remember I told you that I told you a person's word by Baltashkas, right? So he said that the issue of Baltashkas is not just don't wantly destroy. That means the message over here is don't be a destructive person. The message is you're not the owner to destroy something. Only the owner can destroy something. Yeah, I can read it and say, yeah, Baltashkas, don't destroy the, the, the wood, don't be destructive. So I have it less. less no, there's a whole other layer there. It's not a logical. Once you hear it, say, yeah, I get that. So maybe we didn't necessarily see it from that angle to start with, but once we hear it, we get it, which means that our minds are geared to understanding Torah. Um, so that's how that's how that's how Hirsch says it. Um, there is a piece of Meshachach over here, which we're not going to be able to do all of it. I'm going to read it. Because I have a larger, have a larger version. It's four pages long. And I can get through all of it. Okay, keep it to Zeus, Lanifis him, Kabul, Rechakahi, Kiharu, Lachal, Rechakahi, Page 534. Okay, we look on top, it's page 527. Habir Muskul. The explanation over here is something which is very logical. The Russian created everything in his divine wisdom, which was this limitless wisdom. And we know the Russian made a world that um, the, uh, that which is more necessary is more available. More, it's more accessible. Air is very always available. Why? Because we need it. That's, that's the most primary, primal need that we have. Mayim um, um, water, which is not as necessary as air, but you need a little bit of effort to get it. You can, you can live without it for even longer. Um, the more says uh, one place that uh, he says maybe resign Yomim in the bottom. A person can live, with, live without food for a while. So then it's not as available. So you need more work. Um, so it's not as a person can live a significant amount without shelter. So that's even more work. Okay? So the uh, first stage of, of the thought process over here is 
that this is so far we're, we're you know without tying it back to term this is right standard understanding of the world now rock it's personal as possible to make his approach um, confused a person can, can indulge himself in things which are not necessary. You can train yourself to the point that this becomes you necessary. But the problem is, since it's not objectively necessary, it's not as available. So I can train myself that I'm so used to having these type of indulgence, indulgences that I, for me, they're necessary. So why, if, it's, if it's necessary, why does it need so much work? Uh, right? Because the rule was the more necessary right. it is, the, the answer is because it's not really necessary, but you made it necessary. That you're going to have to pay for. Right? That's going to uh-huh. be difficult. And that's the more it says, how we always see my side, we keep out the burn By, by um, doing my acting improperly, I made my pranosa difficult. That, mm-hmm. what's, it, what's that which I did improperly? If you would not have desire for this extra amount, uh, what you would need would be, would be much easier to get. Okay. Cain. The Bershom gave us the, the, the uh, reliable Kalim to get what we need. What is that? Um, the person gave us Kalim, which really help us do what we got to do. We have eyes, we have ears, etc. And the same way, the person set up the Bria that really what's available is easily available and what's not, unless you mess it up. So the human being should be like that as well. So, but if a person, again, if he indulges, so you're not going to have the same ability to see and to taste. The same way the version says, the Bria, or theoretically, if I were not come along and mess anything up, the flavor that I would get in that easy light bread ah. would give, bring the message to me that this is what's important. Right. The Russian made me fit my reality. So he made me not just, but he gave, gave me through the ability to see and to hear and to taste he gave me the ability to relate to the reality in the right way. So otherwise, you'd have this. The reality is, what's really important is just basic bread. But basic bread, my body reacts to and says, it looks bad, it smells bad, it tastes bad. Right? That be so. Then, then the uh-huh. brush didn't make it. He didn't make us right. The brush, the brush should make it that the, the natural reaction of the human being, when he's in his correct state, should be. That air is very geschmack because it's very important, and bread is also you know not as geschmack, but you know it's also you know, right? And the basic things should really, you know, we should come in the morning and say, "Wow, air." That's what we should say. 
it's just, I just I, I, I feel it, I smell it, I, it, it's, it feels so good to me, air. Water, like, wow. Right? Because that would be the logical thing. All right, so what happens? The same way the person can mess up his understanding of what's a hechrach and not hechrach, he'd also mess up his taste buds and his eyesight and, and, and his nose. Okay. Kain Baraloi, Ashayagish Baraloi, Minosan Lahergish Ratanua. The Russian created that we have, we have pain. We understand when something is bad, and we distance ourselves from it. Russian gave us the ability to feel and to move. Therefore, became a miskolos and midas asher heim atzmir suras adam. The Russian gave us a, a logical mind because that's so, that if, if that's if it's necessary to have air, it's necessary to have a mind which can see right and wrong because that's what that's a, if I have a mind which thinks that you know what's dangerous is not dangerous, that's not the Russian didn't set up the breed correctly. So I know I get that this is good, this is bad. You know, these things you stay away from, these things you connect, etc. Then, when it comes to Midas, people appreciate, want justice. We shouldn't damage somebody else. We relate to these things as, as given universal principles, appropriate principles. Where to come from? Terrorists, Russia made it like that. Hamas, Gazel, Raya, Seishazish, etc. Kasher Yusser Mehodim, Kol Taiba, then a rare cycle of Regoshosu. Osim se Chokibo, Harkokas, Ovala, Vavas, and Taiba Mile. If we remove all of the Taiba, etc., which overrides, the natural state of being would be that we seek with a clarity right and wrong, etc. And that's what Chen Kasher Yomus told them. Yeshua Nefesh Beloi Koyach Ataivo, Vahecha Kasher Hema Boichre Yizoyer Hanefesh Abal Yabit Meishur. That which prevented the summer from seeing correctly because the goof had become indulged and interested and sunken in in the world of of, of etc. Once you take that away, immediately the summer says, "Wow, what am I doing? Like, well, what's going on over here?" All the Nefesh Beratzim Regeshes Ha'Ovo Bachomas. Hello, hello, it recognized immediately what it did wrong. Where do you see this? Come on, running like Sherlock Acker. I saw it so well. You mulled the rot. Forget about it after the person dies. A Russian doesn't. A person does something wrong. Right away, he says he has chorotim. What happened? Because while he was in the heat of the moment, the taiva, he didn't see straight. Once you take away the taiva, he sees straight and says, "What I do?" Right. So you see that we have a natural instinct. Uh, to see clear, clearly what's right and what's wrong. That's because I'll say, Rishon Malayim Chorot, Ki Kashayavar HaOrev, once you take away the sweetness, Nafshay is Toya, his Nafshay wonders. But, Raka Shetomin, Mitoyse Velov Yitzharal, Halech Neged Chukei HaTzedek, Regoshes Emes Pofofer. The the, he, the 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 Yitzhar adds it again and again and again to the point of the person's confused. He doesn't see clearly what's right and what's wrong. But the natural state of being 
We like that. So you see where he's going already. We can read the whole piece, but right. The person is saying, "What if this If we would be on the on the right on the on the right path, the, the, the Torah would be the most, most logical thing in the world." And 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 if it isn't, it's not the Russian's fault. It's we create a confusion in our mind. Right. Um, I, I shared a conversation. Somebody told me like the person is, uh, um, works in the secular world. Um, he's successful in the secular world, and Sherman uh, Tarmitz is. And the, so his colleagues, like, asked him, like, you know, why would this person who's, like, so smart, like, you know, so enlightened, you know, uh, be involved with targets, just like you are. Yeah. I'm sure they said it in a more, you know, in a less gentle way. Um, <laughs> right? So he said back to the, the person, he said, he says, I live in a great. I live in a great place. You know, you're living in a world where the human mind has human mind has to decide right and wrong. How do you know that you're right? Maybe maybe there's something misleading you. But you do know deep down there's some right and wrong is important. So you're living your whole life with a question mark. You have no idea what right and wrong really is. You might commit your whole life to something, and one day wake up and say, you know what? Got it all wrong. So what the answer is, you're scared of that. So you <coughs> scream at everybody else is other than you. That's why you don't have to worry about it. But the reason why you scream is because deep down, you're not convinced. You know, I, okay. right? because, but I know that there's a creator who told me right or wrong. So I'm a much happier person than you are. I, I'm safe. I just follow the rules. I'm good. Right? But if once you once you take out a creator out of the picture and you say human being is supposed to figure out right or wrong, so if you want to come and say you know what the world has no purpose, there's no right, there's wrong, do whatever you want, hedonistic approach, you know nihilistic approach, is it okay, fine? But you, that's not true. Human beings don't live like that. When you do something which is wrong, it bothers you. Why does it bother you? There's, there's no right and there's no wrong. Like everything is equal. Who cares? Tasha, you know instinctively there's something wrong. Tasha, you but you want to know. So how do you know? How can you decide? But, but what the Meshachach was point is a step beyond that. It says, we know instinctively there's a concept of right and wrong. We would instinctively know what really the, the Russian made our minds fit until we mess it up. So we, we live, yeah, we live in a reality, we live in a society, we live in a world where a lot, a lot is confused. Because the more you do it, the more you, you get confused. Um, I, I'll give you a, a, a very crude muscle. You know, the, the, a lot of studies do, like, you know, you ask the average five year old child, you know, are you, are you able to draw? They say yes. Right? Okay, so draw, draw something for me. They draw this, you know, this picture, it looks like a five year old drawing. <laughs> right? right. Um, but they said yes. Right, the person you ask a twenty-year-old, are you able to draw? Except for a person who's been trained or has natural talent, will say no. Right? Who's right? 
Is the five-year-old right or the twenty-year-old right? And so you have to define what their draw means. Right? There's different definitions. So the five-year-old's definition of draw means I can, I can put something on, the, on a piece of paper which theoretically mo- you know, myself and maybe the few people around me understand what it's supposed to mean. Right? The 20-year-old has a, different de- he has a different definition. Who said the 20-year-old's definition of drawing is better than the five-year-old's? No, nobody, we have no way to know which, one, which is the better definition. Right? The answer is because, well, so since most people decide this is what drawing means, therefore, in 20 year olds, most people cannot draw because the definition that people have set, maybe, uh, the, people, maybe the people who who'd set that all have a goal in mind to, uh, to make a lot of money. So they say, listen, drawing means like this, you know. I mean, you see it. I, I don't know modern modern art. Like you know, people get a lot of pay a lot of a lot of money for modern art. <laughs> like, you have some people like, man, can they say that's art? <laughs> well, it's like we convince you that that's called art. Right. It's called that personal clothes. <laughs> so, so the same way that's a, so there, there's a lot of confusion in the world. So, so there's a lot of confusion when it comes to the world of the but the but the, the, the positive is saying that that's not true. So it's talking about it's because it's not much available because the Meshachab says because it's illogical the Russian should made a priya in such a way that the human mind does not instinctively grasp right and wrong. Ah, it doesn't. Terence is like the more says that. Keep I I I, I was I did a veris heroisi mice I would keep out the better saucy. So then when it's true when it comes to the accessibility of what's necessary in life, it's true when it comes to the world of understanding the breed. It's a it's a fascinating thought process. That um and everyone but but every once in a while it, it bursts forth. That that's the more simple Shramalim Kharata, like they, after they convince themselves, and after the you know, society convinces themselves, and they, they're used to it, etc., one day they wake up and say, "Like, huh?" And what I'm suggesting that that moment of that "huh" is the moment of when we're connecting back to our the, the, the Russians made us that. Um, Uh, the Sefer from the Chazanish, finish, left the left the sentence hanging. I'll, I'll go back and finish the sentence in a second. The Sefer from the Chazanish, Mishnah says in, in Obvious that the Chol Yerim there's a Baskel which comes out from Harsina and says, "Oyel lehem the reason we have a Torah." Woe to the to the, the the creation that they are insulting the Torah. So the Chazanish said, "Like what? A Baskel has a has a function, has a purpose. What's the purpose of this Baskel?" Like nobody hears it. It's like, so what does it do? It says we do. When a person has a moment, we have to hear a shuvah. Out of nowhere. It says his nasham is hearing the basko. That's uh. what's happening. I mean, there's a message in the Bria, there's an underlying message in the Russian put in the Bria that this is not acceptable. Every once in a while we we get that. So the there is the you know, in the the analogy we would be to the radio message which is being sent out. And when you tune it, tune it to the right to the right frequency, you pick up the message. So that moment, you're on the right frequency. You're hearing correctly. You're seeing correctly. 
Chazis also said that uh, he says taking that it says before a child is born. There's a basket which comes out and says that the best plane in the planet. Yeah. That child that, that they rush there's a decree and there's a basket which comes out that, that so and so will marry so and so. It says, What's that about? It says again, it's the same thing. You'll have you know, a couple meeting, you know, and at some point they say, you know, they have this feeling that it's, this is the right one. That might be the hearing the basket. Huh. And Rashama is saying this makes sense. You know. Um so I mean, he goes. This is the four pages of this, but you know, he knows this, this thought. Um, it, it, it's a it's a beautiful thing. So go to page five thirty six, and just remember, read one part of it. So on the left column. The, the, the beginning of the, you know, the paragraph on the bottom. When you when the, you totally redo yourself. When you misrachek from taiva and dimyon because of this false, you know, understanding. You'll hear that voice inside of you. What Kalashem are you hearing? You're in the Kalashem which reverberates inside of your being. When you can vishav and remove these distractions, you'll hear that sound. There's a voice which your ears should be hearing, which is reverberating inside of you. Keep the mitzvahs. It's there, which that's it's there in your heart, it's there in your mouth. It's in the 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 Okay, so we have the Brown's approach, and then we have we have Rashi's approach. Um, what's referring to Chuba is referring to Torah, but you know each one that come, brings with it a, a, a beautiful uh, the, 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 the the next sukkim where the Torah is expanding on the idea. That message that Chuba is there and it's it's totally accessible. Inside of our being, we will be guaranteed that we, if we want to know the Amos, we will find it. And inside of our being, the, the version made us that our inclinations for Torah mitzvahs and understanding the Torah, connecting to the Torah, to the mitzvahs, is there intrinsically inside of ourselves. We've covered it over. We made it inaccessible. And that's, I think that's the overlap between the two shots. Okay.